Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. This is an impromptu recording because I was thinking about so many things over the holidays, and I felt that it was really important to share some of those things because I know there are other people that are going through this. So first, let me say that today is December 27th, so it's two days after Christmas, and depending on when you're listening to this, this will be relevant or not, but bear with me because I'm going to take you on a little bit of a story of some of the things that I was thinking about when I was up in Whistler for the last two weeks, and I had some alone time for the first week, and then I was with my family for the second week, and I had a lot of time to think, and I packed this huge suitcase. And this is how this whole fiasco started. So I packed this big suitcase because I knew I was going up for two weeks. And if you've been to the snow before, you know that everything takes up so much more space. And I bought these packing cubes off Amazon, which are these little virtually weightless pouches that fit in your suitcase. And you can compartmentalize all of your stuff into these pouches so that when you are traveling, you don't have to unpack your entire suitcase in order to get like one t-shirt that might be at the bottom. So you can put all your shirts in one, all your pants in another, socks, underwear, etc. Anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is because I was away for two weeks and I got home and I unpacked my car and I unpacked my suitcase And I realized I had only used three out of the nine packing cubes on my entire trip for two weeks. And I was snowboarding. I was going hot tubbing. I went out for dinner two nights. And this just made me realize that I have way too much stuff. And let that sink in for a second. And I'm not just talking about clothes, but everything in general. And I unpacked and... Some of you may have noticed on my Instagram, which by the way, if you're not following my new business Instagram page and my outro on the podcast still says tag me at sandra.m.joe, I have started a new financial coaching Instagram, which is at makethatmoney.honey, H-U-N-N-I, and on Instagram. So if you do listen to this and you love it, I would love for you to tag me on that new one because I haven't had a chance to re-record my outro yet. But anyway, back to my story. So I get home from my trip on Christmas day and I'm unpacking on boxing day. And of course, boxing day is when everybody goes crazy and they go shopping and everything's on sale and the consumerism and materialism goes through the roof. Now we actually consider the final week of December Q5. And if you know finance terms, there's Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4, which are the different quarters of the year. And those are quarters that are used for financial targets or KPIs or, you know, increasing sales. But there's this one week at the last of the year, at the end of the year, 
that retailers and shops and businesses go crazy and they push for extreme sales. And everybody is tempted by these. Everybody knows that if you want to buy anything, especially home stuff and electronics, clothing, you name it, this is the time to do it. So anyway, I was unpacking and I realized that I had so many clothes and particularly Lululemon activewear, which if you know activewear, it's not cheap. And I went through this phase where I was just collecting activewear and running shoes and the whole works. And I have an entire Ikea six drawer dresser full of activewear. And I was unpacking and I was like, I wore the same three pairs of tights for the last year. I've worn the same one pair of pants for the last year and the same two to three hoodies for the last year. I wear the same black t-shirts in all of my videos and I think I have one blush pink one. And the rest of my closet is jammed full of clothing that I have not been using. And this is even after a year and a half of moving home from Australia when I only had six suitcases and one of them was my bike box. So in that year and a half, I have, an, I have accumulated an apartment, a storage locker, and stuff at my parents' house worth of belongings. And I just had this OCD moment on Boxing Day where I was like, I need to get back to living and thinking more like a minimalist, not like a hoarder. And I'll walk you through some of my thought process in this because I think there's a lot of people out there that are going to be able to relate to this story. I have a bunch of clothing that I bought and I'm like, oh, I needed this for an event or for this thing or whatever. And it just sits there in your closet and it might be a beautiful sweater. It might be this nice jacket that you maybe wear, wear two or three times a year or something that, you know, a pair of shorts, whatever. And it just sits there and you don't love it anymore. Or maybe you've put on a couple COVID pounds and you don't fit it anymore. And you're hoping and dreaming for this thing for you to be able to fit back into this thing. And month after month, you can't. And it just sits there taking up space and it's perfectly good. And there's somebody else out there that wants it. So not just with clothing, because I know there's people out there that are listening that are, that don't are not big shoppers when it comes to clothing, but I was doing some 2022 planning. And as you know, I launched my business in 2021 and it was a lot more expensive than I thought because I wanted to do it properly. I didn't want to cut corners. I wanted to show up professionally in my own business the same way that I would have shown up professionally in the corporate world when I was working as a financial planner. So I invested in a coach, a marketing assistant, a podcast editor, all these different people to help me with my business. And of course it cost me more money than I thought. Now I have been using an investment account that I had accumulated while I was living in Australia, plus income coming in from coaching clients and things like that. So I've been okay. But the thing is, is that in order to take any business or to take your life to the next level, you are going to have to spend some money and invest in somebody to help you get there. And this is why I encourage people to invest in a financial coach because they can sit there spinning their wheels, trying to figure it out themselves, or they can pay somebody and learn the skills faster, more effective, that can save time, save money to get them there where they need to be. 
So anyway, I employed this business coach and I have two assistants working for me and I'm about to take a few big investment leaps into my business in the first quarter of 2022. So from January to March. And I am sick of drawing down on my investments. They're meant to be long-term investments. And whilst I am using them towards an income producing asset, which is my business, I realized that I am sitting on a gold mine of cash just by looking around my house, my apartment, my storage locker, the stuff that's sitting at my parents' house. And I had this mentality before where it was like, oh, I'm going to use my workout bench one day when I move to a bigger house. I'm going to use those 20 pound dumbbells and 25 pound dumbbells one day. I'm going to use that 36 kilo kettlebell one day. I'm going to use those shoes, that jacket, those things, that sweatshirt. I might need it at some point. And then I asked myself, yeah, but when? And is it worth holding on to now for the if chance that I might need it in the future? So I want that point to sink in for a second. Is this item worth me holding on to? for the future. And especially if you have credit card debt, if you've got credit card debt, this message is for you. Because when you look at selling something, let's say it was a hundred dollar hoodie and you might be able to get 50 bucks for it if it's in good condition on Facebook marketplace, right? So you list it on Facebook marketplace and you get 50 bucks and you're like, damn it, I lost $50 on that sale. I should have kept it because I might've needed it one day or I might've missed it or whatever. But if you put that $50 into paying your debt off and your debt interest rate, which on credit cards is 20%, that's $10 on that $50 that you've just saved. So by redirecting the money that you've earned from things that are costing you money by being in your closet, you are not only saving yourself money, but you are getting ahead faster. So A lot of people wonder why they're not getting ahead because living is expensive. You know, whether you live in Canada, Australia, USA, one of the other countries, the cost of living is so high now. And when we hear this concept of inflation, our wages are not keeping up with the cost of living. So month after month, we're spinning our wheels. We're not getting ahead. We're not able to make higher payments on our credit card bills or our loan repayments or whatever it is that is is looming over your head, even maybe it's accumulating savings, because we just can't make ends meet on what we're earning. But the thing is, is if we look around and we really take an inventory of what we need and what we use in our life on a day-to-day basis, I can guarantee you that 75% of the things in your house you don't use regularly. Like I just sold an air fryer. I bought it. I've used it like five times. I find it complicated. And you know, I know a lot of people love their air fryer, but I just prefer to use a pan and I know how to use it. So I sold my air fryer. I sold my gym equipment this in the past 24 hours because gyms in Vancouver are closed. So when you see an opportunity and this is your calling, In the last 24 hours, I freed up $2,000 of cash and I'm going to use every dollar of that towards building my business to make me more money. 
So the air fryer, the dumbbells, the kettlebell, the uh, workout, the adjustable workout bench, a bunch of Lululemon clothing, which I haven't even posted yet. So if you do want to see my clothing, jump onto my Instagram. But I had all these things sitting around collecting dust. Most of them were even in my storage locker. So I, they weren't even in my apartment collecting dust that I was able to do an inventory of and go, am I actually going to use this in the next 12 months? Am I actually going to need it? And if the answer is I'm not sure or no, or maybe then just sell it because at the end of the day, your money is so much better put to use. Even if you take a loss on it, if you are paying off debt or putting it into savings or putting it into investing, which can actually make you more money. And here's the thing. We have this idea that like, if we sell something, it's gone forever right? It's this idea of like permanency. So I sell my dumbbells. Like I can go buy dumbbells again one day if I need them, but there's a gym in my building, a free gym in my building. And at the time when I bought the dumbbells, I was living with my parents because I just moved home from Australia. So I needed the dumbbells, but now I live in an apartment building that has a gym. There's a gym two blocks away from my house. Like when am I actually going to need this stuff? And so you can go through your garage, your home, your closet, your storage locker, your pantry, whatever it is. And I guarantee you, you could pull out a thousand dollars worth of stuff in an hour if you put your mind to it. So if you've got a cash flow problem right now, or if you are feeling a little bit stressed because you are looking at your credit card balance after the holidays, which we all do because there's dinners, gifts, presents, travel, you know, all this stuff. Like just go through an inventory and think to yourself, do I really need to hang on to this? Is there an opportunity here to sell some of my belongings, even if it's for half of what I paid for it? Because people are more and more like recycling and in this recycling mentality, because not as many people want to consume new products because of the environmental impact. And the Facebook secondhand marketplace is absolutely booming. And you'd be surprised what a little bit of effort can do for your bank account while you're sitting around, not really knowing what to do with yourself in this in-between phase between Christmas and New Year's or first couple of weeks of January. And you're in a bit of a lull feeling stressed about money. Just go through your house. And at the, at the worst case scenario, it doesn't sell and you still have it. So maybe you lower the price or maybe you just hang on to it. But best case scenario is you have an extra couple grand in your pocket and you can do other things with those. Pay off your credit card, put some money into an emergency cash buffer account, start investing in a super inexpensive investment account, like something if you're in Canada, Wealthsimple or Acorns or, you know, one of those platforms where you're not paying exorbitant brokerage fees because the reason I thought of all of this in the first place was, you know, we've got this consumer mentality where marketers and companies just absolutely bombard us all day long with advertisements to spend our money, to buy more things. And if you've ever lived in a small space, you'll know that you have to physically get rid of things in order to make space for the new things. 
So use this as a metaphor of making space in your life, getting rid of the old, getting out with the things that you don't wear, don't use, don't fit, are just taking up space and you keep looking at it and going, oh, what am I going to do with this? Should I keep it? Should I bother? And then you get lazy and you ignore it and it sits there for another six months. My advice to you is just get rid of it. You don't need to wait till spring to do a spring cleaning. Do an inventory, use some of your time, and maybe you're only doing one item a week because that's all you can afford to do time-wise, but just chip away at it and start selling stuff because it's the most liberating feeling when you have more space in your house, you don't have as much visual clutter, you've got more money in your wallet, and you are able to get ahead faster because all of a sudden that two grand or that you know thousand dollars that you've created out of nothing can suddenly go to something more valuable and more in line with your 2022 goals. So I just wanted to put this out there because I mean, I obviously coach people on money and I would be lying if I said that I wasn't very pleasantly surprised at how quickly I was able to create $2,000 in my life. And $2,000 is $2,000. Like it doesn't maybe sound like a lot of money, but I went to my parents' house. I sold a chair that doesn't fit in my apartment right now because I have a dog and needed more space for her to run around. I sold my workout equipment because gyms are closed. I'm about to sell a whole bunch of Lululemon clothing and all these other odds and ends that I'm seeing laying around that are just wasting space. So I guarantee you, if you are feeling a little bit money pressured or whatever, go through your house and do a, a with a fine tooth comb and be realistic. If you hold up a shirt or a hoodie or a pair of shoes and you say, yeah, I mean, I've worn this like twice in the last year, but I don't love it then just get rid of it. So this was also something that I learned when I moved home from Australia because I had to, this, so this was March, 2020. If you are new to following me and my journey, moved home from Australia for, was living over there for seven years because of COVID and everything. I basically had to pack up an entire house and life worth of stuff in four days and move back to Canada. And in that process, I literally opened the doors to my house put my address on my public social media and said, whatever is in my house, come and take it. I don't even have time to sell it. And I packed my bags first of all of my favorite things that I was like, I will pay money to have this with me in Canada. And I packed five suitcases plus a bike box of all of my most precious things that I wanted. And I gave away about six garbage bags worth of clothing, things that still had tags on it, shoes that I'd worn one time, you know, jackets that were fashion jackets and all this household stuff, you know, blenders, food processors, juicers, all this stuff that I had used a handful of times and I gave it away for nothing. And I got home and I couldn't even tell you what three of the clothing items were in those six bags of clothes. I could probably count on two hands the things that I remember giving away because they're so unimportant in my life that once they're out of sight, out of mind, you just don't miss them. 
and you've got cash in your pocket and then you're like, okay, now I have cash to think about what I want to do next, to put it towards something more inspiring. Maybe it's an experience. Maybe it's an investment account. Maybe it's your emergency cash savings. And the reason I think this is such a timely episode is because there is so much uncertainty going on again for the, who knows what round this is, fifth round. And there are people whose jobs are being affected drastically right now. Their income is being affected. They're having to pay more money for things like COVID tests or isolation or food or whatever it is because of this pandemic impact. And the problem is not enough people have an emergency cash buffer account. And if you don't even know what an emergency cash buffer account is or how to calculate it, make sure you jump onto my Instagram or check out my uh, website, sandrajo.com forward slash links. And you'll see Money Mastery, which is my new course, Money Mastery 101, which is my new financial coaching course that is a virtual course. I put a lot of effort into this, wrote scripts for five different modules of super useful content of how you can get ahead financially in 2022 without spending a fortune on coaching or hiring a financial planner or figuring it out the hard way through endless YouTube channels that are irrelevant and wasting hours and then getting frustrated because you didn't learn what you needed to know. This course is super clear and concise of how to manage your money better, how to set up your emergency cash buffer account, how to set and track financial goals, how to pay off debt quicker, and how to begin investing for the first time. So if any of those things are things that you need support in, go and buy this course. It is so cheap for what you're getting, the value. There's like Excel workbooks, there's downloadables, there's videos, you'll have lifetime access. It's on presale right now until January 12th for $249 US. Link is in my bio. It's called Money Mastery 101, sandrajo.com forward slash links. And go buy this course and watch it as soon as January hits because this will show you exactly how to calculate your emergency cash buffer, what you should do with this cash once you do start selling some stuff, if you've got debt to pay down, if you want to put some money into savings, if you want to start investing, all of the answers to any of those questions and how to prioritize them will be in that course. So my question to you is, how long are you prepared to continuously suffer and stress about money where month after month you think to yourself, oh my God, I cannot believe I spent this much money on my credit card again. I thought I was going to get ahead this month because I made all these sacrifices and I sold some stuff and this and that. And then all of a sudden expense number one and number two came out of nowhere and you had to put it on your credit card or you had to pay for it out of your bank account. And month after month, this keeps happening because you're not planning for those one-off expenses. You don't have an emergency cash buffer account. You have credit card debt, but you have savings. Like these are things that are affecting so many people. And yet year after year, month after month, we go through this hamster wheel of not facing our finances because it stresses us out. It causes us anxiety. And 
we just ignore it. We ignore that air fryer that's sitting in our pantry that we haven't used more than twice. We ignore that pair of boots that we bought and thought we were going to use and they've ended up just sitting there collecting dust. Like use that money wisely, sell it, buy my course if you need help, uh, you know, figuring out your finances, use the money that you get from selling things to buy the course and then use the information that you learn in the course to get ahead financially so that you don't have to stress every single month because stressing out about finances is the number one cause for divorce, anxiety, depression. It is the thing that people are struggling with the most right now. But the thing is, is it doesn't have to be that way. You don't need to live on a hamster wheel of financial struggle and pain. Some small tips and tricks that I teach you in my Money Mastery 101 will amplify your results in 2022 that are not complicated. And the reason that I'm saying this is because you can do little changes over a long period of time, but all of those little changes are going to compound and eventually get you to a point of financial freedom. And what financial freedom by definition in my mind is, is the ability to make choices in your life without considering the financial impact of those. So if you think about that for a second, when was the last time you bought something or enrolled in a course or went on a holiday or booked something online and you didn't have to think twice about it because you knew the money was there, right? And this is the place that we want to get to. So if your friend says, hey, do you want to go to Hawaii for a week and take advantage of the fact that we can actually travel right now, which is obviously not true at the moment, but let's say it was, you can go, yeah, let's do it. Let's book it now. Or if somebody says, hey, do you want to go away for the weekend and go to a winery and just take a break from social media and turn our phone off and just go into, you know, the wine country and go for away for a weekend, you can go, yep, let's do it. Or if you have an unexpected bill for $700, you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay for it. So that's financial freedom. Financial freedom is not about driving a fancy car. It's not about having a Rolex and expensive handbags and, you know, living a life of luxury. Financial freedom is the ability to say yes to opportunities without stressing over the financial impact on your bank account. And I truly believe that it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be stressful to learn these easy steps to getting ahead. So if this is resonating with you and you're like, oh yeah, I really need to just do this. I need to bite the bullet. It's self-study. I mean, let's be honest, we're not doing much these days anyway. It's not complicated to listen to these videos. The workbooks are super easy to follow. I screen share with my computer. So you, I walk you through exactly how to use them. Go and buy the course, Money Mastery 101, sandrajo.com forward slash links, and you'll see the link there. And tell yourself that financial freedom is possible for you. You deserve to feel confident, secure, comfortable, and abundant with your money. 
And sure, it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to make some commitments to your learning, to your spending, to your budgeting, to understanding your numbers and your expenses. But once you do that, that is like the number one step in adulting is just understanding what money comes in, what money comes out and what your next steps are for your life. Because finances are a facilitator for all the opportunities in your life. And if you're feeling stressed about money right now, like I said, go and do an inventory of your place. You don't need to spend money on your credit card. You need to get rid of things in your house, in your storage locker, in the back of your car, whatever it is. So I hope this was helpful for you because I went Boxing Day shopping today and I returned $250 worth of stuff. Plus I sold $2,000 worth of items in the last 24 hours and I did not purchase one new thing. And I'm not telling you that to brag. I'm just saying if I can do it and I love stuff, if I can do it, you can do it too. And let's make 2022 the year that you make your finances a priority, that you can say yes more to the things that you love so you don't get stressed out every time you look at your credit card statement or your bank balance. And so that you can sleep at night knowing that you've made sound financial decisions for your present and your future. It has been so great to talk to you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really hope that you actually take action and maybe even start a list of things that you know right away off the top of your head that you can sell and start making a list and start putting some numbers down on a piece of paper of what you want to sell things for. Take a quick photo of it and post it online or send a message to your friends and say, hey, I'm selling this thing. And you would be surprised at how quickly you can put some money into your bank account. So I encourage you to take this action. Go and check out my website again, sandrajoe.com forward slash links and check out my money mastery presale, which is on until January 12th. When it goes live on January 12th, the price is going up to $3.99 US. Still an awesome detail because there's easily over $1,000 worth of value in this course. And it's on sale now for $2.49 US. So thank you guys so much. If you're listening to this later, you can still access the Money Mastery at any time. $3.99 US is the price. And you can check it out on my website, sandrajoe.com. Thank you guys. Be sure to also check out my new Instagram page for more awesome content and announcements about podcast releases, program releases at makethatmoney.honey. And we will see you next time when you have $1,000 more in your bank account because you took action, sold some crap that's been sitting around, and now you have more opportunities for 2022. See you next time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.